I'm Mallory King, certified trainer and sports nutritionist and creator of the Fit Life Academy brand. After losing 100 pounds, I became obsessed with helping women finally reach their goals through evidence-backed nutrition and brain-based tools. My life's mission is helping you discover that creating food freedom and falling in love with fitness are the greatest acts of self-care. I'm so glad you're tuning in today, and I know you're ready to say yes to your new life of joy, pleasure, and peace. So let's begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to give you an inside scoop into the last 12 weeks of my fitness and nutrition journey, or I guess right now, weight loss and postpartum journey that I'm in, um, because I have been for the last 12 weeks doing a cut, which if you haven't heard recent episodes of the podcast, me talking about what a cut is in the diet world, a cut simply means you are intentionally putting yourself in a calorie deficit. And a calorie deficit is the only thing and what is required to lose weight weight, to be consuming less calories than what you burn. I've talked about this extensively in um, other podcast episodes, so you can definitely check those out to get more information about what a cut is, uh, what a bulk is, what maintenance or body recomposition looks like with macros and overall nutrition. But in this episode, we're going to really get into like the nitty gritty details of what I did in this most recent cut, as well as some information about my nutrition and what it's looked like over the past few years. Um, I think it'll be cool to kind of provide some insight into what like my long-term or lifestyle strategy looks like with nutrition, but let's go ahead and start with these 12 weeks because I know a lot of you are eager to hear how I did it. I've been sharing that progress on Instagram and definitely like starting to really see those changes in my body. And I am done with the 12-week cut now as of this podcast. The um, 12-week cut went from about December 20th to March 20th, so three months. Um, the Obviously, the holidays were a little rocky, so from like December 24th to January 1st, definitely not perfect, but overall I was cutting for, yeah, from December 20th to um, March 20th of 2023, so three months. And in those three months, or about 12 weeks, um, I lost 7.12 pounds of fat. And the reason why I can confidently say that that was fat is because I was following strength training program with FitLife Academy and Um, I was tracking my calories and macros. So I was, excuse me, my calories and protein. So I was ensuring that I was getting enough protein to preserve my muscle along with the resistance training or the strength training from FitLife Academy. Those two can be used interchangeably sometimes. Um, I lost 7.2 pounds of fat, right? Because I was able to preserve my muscle with those two things. So When you see those pictures on Instagram, you're able to see like a significant difference in my physique. And so you might look at it and be like, oh, wow, that looks like way more than 7.2 pounds. But that's what you have to remember is if it's strictly fat, there's the myth in the fitness and nutrition world that fat weighs Um, more than muscle. And that is not true. A pound is a pound either way. However, fat is, takes up more space than muscle. Muscle is much denser than fat, right? So because I lost 7.2 pounds of just fat, it has a more dramatic effect on my physique. So I want to talk a little bit more about like what specifically I did in terms of nutrition and training to get those results. Um, For this 
cut for this 12-week phase, I definitely was in a place where like I just wanted to be pretty lax. I did not want to be super aggressive, like go hardcore. I've talked in other podcast episodes, I believe it was the episode talking about like different cutting strategies and how, um, you know, it kind of depends like where you are in your life. Sometimes you're in a place where you are able to focus more time and attention on, I don't know if you can hear my cats, they're fighting right now. Uh, sometimes you have the ability to put more time and effort into like these, you know, personal or supplemental goals that you have. And sometimes you're a busy mom that works full time that just doesn't have the ability to put in as much effort. So I have had like weight loss phases in the past where I've been a lot more like aggressive than I was in this one. And yes, of course, I'm able to see double or triple the results, but I am always willing to do like what's practical for me in the chapter of life that I'm in. And right now having a one and a half year old baby running a business full time, it's just not realistic for me to be trying to be super aggressive with my approach to a weight loss goal. I don't put that kind of pressure on myself. And a big reason why I'm able to not put that kind of pressure on myself is because I don't like come from this place of hating myself or feeling like I need to lose this weight to feel good enough, right? Like I can feel good enough in the body that I exist in now and in the body that I was in when I was 15 pounds heavier, in the body that I was in pregnant or even 100 pounds ago when I initially lost the weight, which at that time in my life, I did not have any kind of like good relationship with myself. Um, and I certainly wish that I did. And I have learned that weight loss does not change how you feel about yourself. That is something that's internal and that's really just a perspective or a narrative that you have in your head. Now, in those 12 weeks, I was loosely tracking my calorie and protein intake. That was the nutrition strategy that I was utilizing. It's one that we have in FitLife Academy. It's one of the three nutrition options that we use with our members. It's the macro slash calorie counting option. We also have a balanced beginner option for nutrition as well as a mindful eating option. So I was utilizing the macro slash calorie counting option, which is what I have almost always used to be able to lose weight. But again, just adjusting the strategy of like, am I going to be pretty aggressive or am I going to be more lax? And this one was definitely a lax one. So I was eating on average over the course of the 12 weeks, about 1800 calories and about 120 grams of protein per day. Of course, that was not perfect every single day. And also I did start a little bit higher and then end a little bit lower. So on average over the 12 weeks, it was 1800, but I started around uh, 2000 calories and then eased down to 1,700 calories for the course of the 12 weeks and then did stay at 120 grams protein for that time. Just was easy, um, excuse me, I was just slowly decreasing the calories to be able to accommodate seeing better results because I was using that approach of loosely tracking. So when I say loosely or lax tracking, what I mean by that, or at least for me personally, what that looks like is I don't use the food scale and I do eat out pretty often. Um, I have used the food scale for some of the cuts that I've used over the years. So when I lost the 100 pounds initially, um, and then I also lost 20 pounds after my first pregnancy with my son. So now I'm in my second postpartum experience with my daughter, who's a year and a half. And like I said, at this point in my life, I just cannot be using the food scale. And I've seen great results in the past without needing to use the food scale. Really, 
what the food scale taught me when I have used it is learning portion sizes, learning what a balanced plate looks like for my particular goals. So I'm able to use what I learned and apply that without actually having to use the food scale. So of course that means that I'm not always going to be accurate spot on with my 1800 calorie goal, for example, but I at least am confident that I'm getting pretty dang close. And that's also why I have the ability to just lower the calories as I go if I want to speed up results without having to freak out and start getting really aggressive. Um, and I, again, for me right now with where I'm at in my life, it also did mean that I was eating out pretty frequently. So really what my meals and my food looked like day to day for those 12 weeks was that I would have a protein shake in the morning with something like uh, protein oats or like an egg with some turkey sausage and like some cottage cheese and whole grain toast or potatoes or something like that. Like just a well-balanced breakfast along with a protein shake. And my go-to protein shake my favorite is the pre-made shake that's uh premier premier protein and i love the flavor caramel and i actually put it in my coffee so i will brew two shots of espresso in my nespresso maker and then i will put it over a cup of ice and i will add the protein shake in it so that gets me 30 grams of protein right there while i'm sipping my coffee and it's so delicious it's like the best alternative to creamer or anything. It's so freaking good. Um, and then on top of that, I'm also getting the protein and nutrients from my balanced breakfast. And then after that, I would go to the gym on the days that I did need to go to the gym, or I would just go on a walk on the days that I wasn't going to the gym. Um, and then, so for lunch, it was something pretty much very similar to the breakfast options. Like I would just, if I had the eggs in the morning for lunch, I would just do the protein oatmeal. I am so busy right now with work and with being a mom and everything going on in my life that I just don't have a lot of time for meal prep. And I have definitely, like most of my journey, I've always done my own meal prep and I've always preached making it very simple and very practical. And we have so many tools and resources for making meal prep simple and practical in Fit Life Academy. I am like the queen of that, the self-proclaimed queen of simple meals and meal prep. But I'm in a place right now where I just don't have the time to cook. And I've tried meal prep companies where they like make the actual individual meals for you and they tell you the calories and macros in it. I've tried a few different ones and I just get so tired of their meals after a couple of weeks. So I am just using right with that 12 week cut and really still using it now, the approach of just like I can throw together some eggs with like another protein, you know, bacon, turkey, sausage, whatever it is. Um, and then I can also do the protein oatmeal. So I usually just have one for breakfast and then one for lunch. And then my snack is typically like a Greek yogurt single cup or a cottage cheese single cup, a protein bar, um, some cheese sticks, and like maybe some deli meat or some nuts or something like that, but something that does have some protein in it. And then dinner most nights is getting to go. So we have been using the strategy to be able to like be kind of more budget friendly with this approach of getting takeout or ordering DoorDash to be quite honest. It's so ridiculously expensive, but we literally budget for it. And the approach that we use is we order dinner for our family Monday, Wednesday, and Friday off of DoorDash. And we have a budget for it, right? We know how much we're gonna spend in those meals to make sure that we can feed the four of us. I've gotten really good at finding like family deals or meals or whatever on DoorDash that fits our budget so that all four of us can eat a healthy, like balanced, nutritious meal. 
Um, so that's the thing, right? Like I'm not just ordering like pizza and chicken tenders and stuff on DoorDash. Um, we certainly do that sometimes and that's part of like overall balance and overall good health. But for the most part, we're ordering things that are balanced. So a lot of the go-tos for that cut was definitely like Chipotle. We have some great options here in Orlando, a place called Bolle, and there's a lot of places like it that are like Chipotle where you can just build meals. So there's another one called Cava that's right outside of our neighborhood. Like I actually many times have biked up to Cava just to grab our dinner and come back because it's right there. And it's like a Mediterranean build your bowl, like Chipotle. So there's a ton of different like nutritious options. Another one that I love is a Mexican restaurant because I'll just order chicken fajitas and then I just won't use, like I'll just load up on the, the meat and the veggies and a little bit of something else and that's about it. So I can make it work for me and we can feed a family. Obviously I know that I'm very privileged to be in this place where I have the opportunity to be able to put more money aside for those convenient food items right? Um, if you are on a tighter budget, I have been most of my journey. Like my journey started when I was a broke college kid. I was so freaking busy and I was broke as shit and I made it work. But like, I definitely, I shopped all the coupons and all the deals. And like, I shopped so freaking smart to make it work. And like, I would save purposefully to be able to bulk buy like, you know, canned tuna and canned chicken and shit like that to be able to afford it. So I understand when it is a struggle to not be able to budget in for those convenient items. If you do have the opportunity to, even just utilizing things from the grocery store, like getting a rotisserie chicken or getting tuna pouches or getting the Greek yogurt single cups, protein bars, pre-made shakes, stuff like that is going to make it, oh, other things that I really like is like the, the minute rice, getting some brown rice that you just throw in the microwave. Same with frozen vegetables. There's a misconception that frozen vegetables are not as healthy as fresh. They are still fresh. They are frozen when they are fresh. So they still have the nutrients in them. So definitely rely on these convenient items if you do have the budget for them. But if you don't, there is there is a way to make it work, but I 100% understand that it does take more sacrifice and more work. And I get if you're like, that sounds like shit. I <laughs> do not blame you. So let's talk about the training for the 12 weeks. That was my nutrition. The training was what I have always done for my workouts since the start really of like my strength training journey, which my strength training journey started in, so it would have been late 2012, which was the halfway through mark of me losing 100 pounds. So I had lost, I, I think when I started strength training, was I was down like 60 to 65 pounds. And I went and I got myself a trainer. Again, I was broke as shit, so I had to like shop around. I was able to find a connection at uh, the college that I actually went to, UCF, Go Knights. And I was able to find a trainer who would train me for $25 an hour. And so I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to afford it forever, but let me set aside some money and let me commit to to learning the foundation of strength training. This was before I was a trainer, right? This was before I'd ever done strength training or really like any type of exercise <laughs> aside from the year prior losing the 60 pounds. I was the cardio bunny, like that's all I did. So I really wanted to get into strength training and I hired this training trainer for 25 an hour. And I think in total, I worked with him for like 20, maybe 30 sessions. And I learned all the fundamentals to strength training. And that's when I started getting so into strength training and getting into lifting and like, 
it changed my body for one. Like I loved what it did to my butt. I loved what it did to my body, but like mentally I fell in love with it in a way that like, it was something that was always missing from my life. It was this thing that was like this outlet for me, this passion or hobby that I had where I could go to the gym and for like 30 to 60 minutes, I could just go put my headphones on and just go into my own little world, not be bothered and just like process shit. It like became a therapy for me. That's why I've, since then, since 2014, been consistent with lifting pretty much every single, at least every single month. I won't say every single week. There have definitely been weeks since 2014 that have not been perfect, but every single month since 2014, I think I can confidently say has had lifting in it. So for almost 10 years now, nine years now. Um, so what I always do, um, is lift. And that is what Fit Life Academy is. It's our, our lifting, our strength workouts. Um, you know, I program for beginners, for home workouts, for gym workouts, all sorts of fun stuff in there. And I follow the workouts myself. I follow the gym program. So when I, when I lost these 7.2 pounds, when I did this cut, I was still just following the Fit Life Academy workouts. And Fit Life Academy only requires three workouts a week. That's it. That's all we require of you and that's all that's necessary to see incredible results. That's it. I've talked about that a million times and we'll talk about it more. So let's talk about though how I approached this particular cut with my training. So we have the three required Fit Life Academy workouts each week and there are about six to seven movements per workout. And when I started my cut, you are in this calorie deficit, you're eating under maintenance, so you start to lose some energy, right? You start to feel it, like you're not, you don't feel as strong and you don't feel as energized, and you're like, ugh, I'm starting to lag. So I noticed this and I said, okay, well I have, I'm in this place in my life where I do have the ability to go to the gym more than three times a week. I can go five to six days a week and I'd rather do that right now and be able to do shorter sessions. So what I did was I took those three workouts and I split them into five to six sessions over one week. And then I repeated that, right? So I was going to the gym more frequently, but it was a lot shorter of a workout. And the reason why like I'm in this space now in my life where I'm able to go that frequently is because literally my job is to be a personal trainer and my husband is a stay-at-home parent. So he is able to watch our baby or our older son, if he's not at school, he's able to watch the kids and let me go to the gym for an hour. And I am able to prioritize that because I'm a trainer. So I'm sharing that with you because I want you to understand that if you are in a space where you're like, I cannot go to the gym five to six days a week, like I'm working full time and then I've got the kids, like how the hell am I supposed to t find the time for that? Don't stress it, you don't need to. Even two days a week is sufficient to see some results, but all you need to see incredible results is three days a week for about an hour. That's it, that's it. So if you can fit that in, you can see an incredible transformation. But I am in a place where I do have the luxury of being able to have that strategy for my cut. So I did go to the gym five to six days a week for those 12 weeks. However, I wasn't doing more work. I wasn't doing longer workouts. I was doing the three required workouts that the hundreds of members in Fit Life Academy were doing each week, just split into shorter sessions. The only other exercise that I did outside of that is I just had a goal of hitting 
about 10,000 steps a day. So I would just try to focus on the, the last week or the last seven day average being 10K. That meant that some days I would get like 12K or 13K and some days I would get like six or 7K. I think that's an important thing to note because I see a lot of clients or members who strive for a step goal and they strive for it every day. They try to hit 10K every day. And it's like, that is going to get old. You are going to burn out on that. You need some days where you just are a couch potato. You just relax, you rejuvenate, refresh. And like, I'm definitely the type of person that just sitting around doesn't really like refresh me. I need to like get off of electronics and get out into the fresh air and the sunshine. Like that's what fills up my cup. But yeah, it's definitely important to like keep that in mind that you will probably need some days and I still need some days where you just don't try to get all of those steps in. So just focus on an overall average. And I just focused on 10K and that was it. That was all I did to see those results, which again, 7.2 pounds doesn't sound like a lot, but if you have not seen the transformation photos on TikTok, on Instagram, if you have, you know, you're like, oh my God, that's all you did. It was really truly that. And it did, it took time to like start seeing that it was, it was working, which it's so funny because even being a trainer and a nutritionist and like understanding the science and the psychology behind this, I still get fucked up in the head. I still get in my head about, oh my God, is this working? Oh my God, am I doing enough? Oh my God, am I seeing results? So it took like, I would say six to seven weeks out of the 12 weeks, it, it took about halfway before I was like, okay, yeah, I'm really starting to see some solid changes. So you have to be patient, you have to give it time. Um, and then I wanted to note here to end this episode. So when I market or when I share my transformation on my podcast as a, or excuse me, on my Instagram and my TikTok, as of recording this podcast on April 7th of 2023, um, since having my daughter in August of 2021, I have lost a total of 17 pounds. So the cut, the 12 weeks that I just went through, seven of those pounds, right? But over the course of the, what would it be? So she is about 19 months old. It would be about a year and a half before I even started the cut of being postpartum right? 12, or excuse me, <laughs> numbers are hard today. 16 months postpartum about, is about where I was when I started this cut. I didn't even try to intentionally lose weight. So over that year and a half, I did lose about 10 pounds, but it was not intentional. I never tracked macros or calories during that time. I was just doing, so I started postpartum after delivery, just kind of using the approach that we teach in Fit Life Academy called balanced beginner. It's also like our balanced bitch <laughs> nutrition approach, but we don't call it that because we also have other genders and people that don't identify as a bitch, that's fine. So we call it balanced beginner but our balanced bitches love it. So do our theys and thems. Like everybody just loves the balanced bitch approach because it's very, very simple. And that was all I could handle in the, like the first three months postpartum. And then after that, I did pretty much just mindful eating with an emphasis on protein because I did start lifting at three months postpartum. Um, but yeah, otherwise I just did mindful eating until about 16 months postpartum for over a year. I did not put that pressure on myself. I did not feel like I needed to bounce back immediately or anything like that because I fucking love myself every day, every way, you know? So that I'm going to trademark that. I really like that. I just made that up. 
Anyway, <laughs> my lifts, once I was three months, or excuse me, yeah, three months postpartum, my lifts did start. I used the beginner program in Fit Life Academy. We also have a core guide and we have a run guide. Those were two supplemental programs I used over the course of this postpartum journey. Like everything that I do is in Fit Life Academy, right? It's truly so cool. So here I am today at about 18 months postpartum and I'm just maintaining for now. I have so much going on with the business and the personal life. So I'm just enjoying where I'm at right now, but soon I will definitely be getting on the gain train. We have a lot of members in Fit Life Academy who are doing bulks right now or just like focusing on building muscle and getting those gains. So I'm going to be joining them very soon and I will definitely be sharing that journey with you guys. Otherwise, that's it for today. I love you all so much and I'll catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.